I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. I finally broke down and bought myself a center that can rebound the dang ball. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. A free man. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Welcome back, Nick. Nick is not <laughs> suspended on Twitter any longer. But, guys, we just finished our uh, our first week on Locker Room, the Locker Room app, uh, where we've been chatting with people about Mavs and Mavs trades and all of that stuff. Uh, we're going to be doing that every Thursday. We're shooting for every Thursday, 7 p.m. We did it yesterday. And uh, yeah, come hang out with us next week. It's the trade deadline. So you can bring all Ooh. the hot takes about all the trades that did or didn't happen to our locker room. And we're we're excited for that partnership that uh, the Locked On Network has started with them. And yeah, we're pumped for it. Yeah, this episode is actually brought to you by Locker Room. So, Locker Room, come hang out with us Thursdays. We'll be there. It's changing the way we talk about sports. All right, let's get into today's topic. So, uh, on Wednesday, we talked about the Dallas Mavericks needing a secondary creator. And we went over a couple of needs that the Mavericks have. They're, they're like pressing, pressing needs as far as upgrading some spots. We talked about secondary creator or a veteran ball handler. We are going to talk about center today. And then also 3 and D wing. That's the last one we're going to do at some point next week. So today we're going to get o- go over centers. All the centers that would, and basically all the centers in the league we're going to talk about. How they fit with Porzingis. If they fit with Porzingis. Could the Mavs possibly get some of these guys? Who's an upgrade over Dwight Powell and Willie Colley-Stein? I'm just hearing millions and millions of voices crying out saying all of them. Uh, all I thought of you were just leaving a blank, the, that list blank because there are nobody. I just heard millions of voices cry out and say everyone, all of them. So, all right, we're going to do this the same way we did the secondary creators and start off with, so the Mavericks have a couple of ways that they can improve. And I think this is the one area in center where I think they could probably, they can probably improve this season, like during the season and not have to give up too much. There's a couple of guys in here that are pretty interesting. And can I mention, you the, said Will. You said Willie's name real quick. I just want to get it before we start listing off names. Quick uh, Willie update. Willie is out for tonight against Portland. Dorian Finney-Smith is still out. James Johnson, Tyler Terry are still out. But Willie's out for health and safety protocols. So uh, down a man in Dorian in the starting unit. Willie's been logging some minutes off the bench. He played you know, against the Clippers the other night too. So two uh, two guys the Mavericks will be without tonight in Portland. Anyway, sorry. And he's out. Willie Collinstein's out with health and safety protocols. Not 100% sure what that means, right? So does that affect the trade deadline? Like, can he still be traded? Probably, right? Like, it probably doesn't matter. But something to think about, something to consider. Uh, If he doesn't get traded, then maybe that might be our answer. So, Uh, But, yeah, the Mavericks in the center spot. So the Mavericks center spot, with with Porzingis at the five, it's it's their best position. Like, it's their best lineup. How many centers in the league? Let's do this right now. How many centers in the league would you play next to Porzingis and be like, oh, yeah, the Mavericks can still be really good there with that lineup, oh right? Like how many, how many centers are good enough that it would be worth giving up the KP at the five lineup, right? Like Jokic, he, 
you'd be like, yeah, right? Yeah. You still do that. Yeah, but gosh, that's such a loaded question because it all goes in what your star wants too. And we know what KP wants. And KP wants to play the five. He's been very adamant about that. It's where even if you do, if you had some crazy opportunity to get another like crazy awesome center, do you tell your second star on the team, hey, you're going to play the four, whether you like it or not, and you're going to play like, and whoever you have it, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, if you had the chance of, if you had some a big that's better than Porzingis, a Jokic or Embiid or something like that, you get the big. And if he doesn't like it, then you're going to choose the better big. It's just there's not a ton of bigs that are better than KP. Jokic, Embiid, Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert. Remember we used to have the Rudy Gobert? Like, would you do Rudy Gobert? Uh, Rudy Gobert, I think, is probably still in that group. Bam Adebayo, I still think that would work. Oh, Bam and KP would be fascinating. Vooch. For sure, Vooch would still work. I don't know. Man. Like, be good enough that you would still start them together and be like, yeah. No, I wouldn't do it. Woo, Defensive, defensively, I just I couldn't get there. Because so one of those guys are, are going to have to guard the, you know, the LeBrons, the these athletic fours. The fours, and yeah. Ne- neither one of those guys are going to do it. And... So I mean, we saw it. We saw it against Denver. What did Rick say after the game? There's a reason why KP guarded Jokic because they didn't want to put him on Michael Porter Jr. Well, how many yeah. Porter Juniors are there in the league? A ton. So that's wow. one of these things where you're going to get well, like as far as like athletic fours. So that's where it's like some of these dudes, like Bam, you could get away with it, right? Like that. Yeah, I'm 100%. down for that. It has to, but it has to be that type of guy, right? That's kind of my point. Is so it leads us to the point where unless it's one of these all NBA type guys, the Mavericks can't commit a lot of assets to another center, right? Which is kind of why they've had to settle with this bullpen type lineup where they have a bunch of different centers, and sadly, like none of them have really worked out, right? Maxie's yeah. kind of the one guy that's worked out, and he's a little undersized to be a center. Uh and or at least the center, a, a type of center that the Mavericks want. Boban has limitations. Willie Kai Stein limitations. Dwight Powell limitations. And if the Mavericks had one of those guys that popped this year, right? Like let's say Willie Kai Stein got over some of his, um, you know, his faults, right? His hands. Let's were say better. he was like Clint Capella, like a. I mean, Rashawn Holmes, Clint right? If, if, if he's yeah. that guy, right? If he got over that and became, you know, a better player this year, if one of those guys had popped and was like, oh, that guy is a rotation player, then we'd be, this is going to be a different story. We might not even be talking about center. However, we yeah. are. We're, we're here, and it's a big weakness for the Mavericks, for sure. It's, Basically, it's a your question is like, who, who's, the, who's the backup big upgrade that's better than Willie and Dwight? That's the question. And also between some of these all NBA guys, because you don't want to go too high up and commit too many assets and too much money to some of these guys, because then and and too much uh, rotation minutes almost because playing KP at the five is still your best lineup, and it's hard to pair some of these guys next to him and still make it work. And still, yeah. you know, so it, it's a, it's an interesting conversation. So it's basically who who's the best backup center the Mavs can get that doesn't change what they do best. Just a tough conversation. So uh, we talked about those top guys. Ayton, like DeAndre Ayton, no, like that doesn't. No, not him and KP. We're still and we're, okay for. I confused. I think I confused some listeners there talking about backup bigs. We'll stay on Nick's list of how many of these guys do we think if we would be willing to throw assets at that could play next to KP. 
Bam so far is like only one. I mean, besides like Jokic, Jimmy, whatever, that you just do it and yeah. But, so those guys are the, yeah. the no chance guys, right? I even put Aiden up there yeah. as a no, no probably a no chance guy. Uh, the the guys that are next, how much how much would you have to throw at some of these guys to make it work? Vooch, Capella, Miles Turner, Mitchell Robinson, Christian Wood, Nurkic. Like it just seems like that those guys are all out of the Mavs realm of like trading for, right? Mm. They just don't have enough assets to go get any of those guys. Go do it again. The list: Vooch, Vooch, Capella, Miles Turner, Mitchell Robinson, Christian Wood, Nurkic. So. I saw a list the other day about Miles Turner. I don't know who the report came from, and it was like a list of teams. If Indiana decided to ship him off, you know, these teams would be interested. I that Hayward stuff, it still baffles me to think about with Boston. Like that could be a like what if Boston had a Miles Turner and and Doug McDermott right now? I mean, that's two things that they need desperately. I, it's so weird. Still it's another make sense. It's another Danny Ainge, like, oh, we almost got that guy. We almost got him, right? It's like, why wouldn't you just go understand. get him? What didn't did you they love think the, the James Harden stuff? Didn't you love that? The other day it came out and it said Boston was closer to James Harden than you think they were. I'm oh, like, it's great. Oh, the, You're like, ah, Boston did it again. <laughs> you wily, you wily vets over there. Yeah, no. But even, but even like Turner – I, I like Turner's game. I still haven't given up on him. But even him, like next to KP, who's guarding the fours? Is is Turner mobile enough to guard fours to guard the Michael Porter Juniors and these guys of the league? I, I'm He's not a better rim protector sure. than KP. Then maybe you can make up for it in other areas. But yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough question. He is, and so it goes down to like these set of guys. Like I think Vooch would get a, a ton on the trade market if they if they trade him. He's a little bit different category than Miles Turner. Same with like Mitchell Robinson, you know, he's not going to demand four first round draft picks, but I don't understand why New York would trade him at this point either. Right. But I don't know if you trade for Mitchell Robinson, if he would even start, like, I think he would be your Willie and Dwight Powell upgrade off the bench. So. Yeah. Or, he, or he'd start and then he wouldn't close. Right. Cause again, yeah. it comes back to KP of the five is the best lineup and Adding somebody yeah. like that, it makes this conversation more difficult. So how many guys in the league could you say you could add to this team, improve their center spot, and yet not compromise the you know their best li- their best possible lineup? Because there's not many that make that best lineup better. We just went over it. There's yeah. just not too many. So coming up, let's get into some names. Uh, these are going to be the actual names that I think are going to Im- would improve the Mavericks and see which ones are available and who where the Mavs could go to try and upgrade this center spot. Talk about all that coming up. But before we do, betonline.ag, it's the place to put down some money. If you got some, just some money you got, you want to put down on some games, put it in betonline.ag. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN. Get a 50% welcome bonus to your first deposit. Oh, man. March got, Madness. Got bracket, those STEMI checks. Bracket Madness. Hey, yeah, if you got the stimulus check, go ahead. Use it responsibly. Uh, there is a $1,000 welcome bonus for uh, March Madness, you can use our 50% welcome bonus. I don't know if you can use those together. Might as well try. Go for it. Go try on Bet Online. Uh, you can go ahead and uh, bet on all kinds of stuff with March Madness. You can put in a bracket. You can put in individual games. All that kind of stuff. So go check it out. BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. And Built Bar. Built Bar is doing a bracket as well. Just Is there advertising right now without brackets? Probably not. It's totally fine with me. Love brackets. Any kind of bracket we can do. Built Bar has an incredible bracket right now. Trying to figure out which is the best tasting bar. Right now, there is a there's some matchups. 
Mint brownie versus coconut puff. I've heard the puffs are really good. I might have to get a box of the puffs. Yeah, I haven't tried them before. I need to. We'll have to try that. Mint brownie's probably running away with that. Cookies and cream versus coconut almond. And then we have a whole bunch of matchups. You can go vote at Built bar.com you can also use the promo code locked for 15 percent off your next order again that's uh, promo code locked 15 sorry promo code locked 15 to get 15 percent off your next order go check it out get yourself some built bars uh it's a protein bar it tastes like a candy bar they're delicious we love them there it is get all the sports you need in under 20 minutes with the lockdown today podcast host peter bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts follow the lockdown today podcast wherever you get your pods all right isaac harris Let's get into some center names. So we're going through, and this whole exercise is in what we did with secondary creator, what we're doing now with center, what we're going to do with three and D player is go through basically every viable player in the league at that position that we think would be an upgrade for what the Mavericks have. We already went through the no chance guys, right? The, the ones that would complicate things that are not available. The Mavs couldn't trade for. Now here's some guys I think are available. They might be out of the Mavs price range, but they might not. So stop me if you, you hear I- anything in. I was going to say, I have a guy that's like an untouchable, that I think is an untouchable, but I'm monitoring over the next six months that I know is not on your list going forward. Untouchable for the Mavs or for another team? Um, I know, I think I'm pretty confident Mavs would try to go get him because we like him and we like his fit on this team, but I don't think the team's giving him up. It's Draymond Green because I don't think we're <clears throat> considering him on this list because of, you know, he plays, I guess, the four next to Wiseman and all of yeah. that. But he kind of fits the BAM mold that he could play next to KP. He is a big, but he's not like the wing either. And, man, I would love to go get him. I know you all have heard me talk about it so many times, but <clears throat> the route there is like the Warriors, they have $160 million guaranteed for next season, bringing Clay back, James Wiseman, the Minnesota draft pick. And if they look at it, let's just say the offseason, and say we would rather take depth over – Draymond Green and all that. We like James Wiseman. We would rather have three of the Mavericks guys into our starting lineup or part of our rotation instead of one guy in Draymond. He's getting older and all this stuff. That's the route I could see from it. But I just want to throw his name out there that you know I'd love to go get him. As a we we this has been for years. We've been saying Draymond would be great with this team, fit perfect. He'd be a great vet. He'd bring all the stuff that you want. The extra playmaker. He would be incredible for Luca. I think. Uh, some people yeah. said he clogs up the lane, but the Mavericks make space, and I think that it would be fine. I think it would work out. The Draymond's passing kind of negates some of that lack of spacing with his shooting, and you know he's been on t- he's been on winning teams and championship teams, and he would be that guy that kickstarter like yeah. him and Richardson as the two guys trying to you know bolster your defense at least you know giving the right kind of tone and starting with that that would be awesome. So yeah, Steph, that's a good. Uh, Steph does just fine, and he has Draymond and James Wiseman. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's doing fine now, too. Yeah. I think Luke would uh, right. be fine with Draymond and KP. Couple of names here Zubach, Ibaka, mm. both of the Clippers guys, basically. Uh, they tried to go after Ibaka, I think. Didn't work. Yeah. Um, yeah, they did. Brooke Lopez, a name. Yeah. Milwaukee's All three of those making- guys are, are upgrades over Willie and Dwight. 100%. Yeah. Jakob Pertle for the Spurs. Think it would be. Yeah, he would. He would be. He would be. Wendell Carter Jr. What should have been the pick that the Mavs used on Luca uh, <laughs> if they didn't um, trade up? Man, I don't know what to think about Wendell Carter. You know, when he came into the league, you saw some people were like, ah, oh, 
Al Horford 2.0. And I, I think it, I think we were on this pod saying, please don't compare him to Al Horford. Um, <laughs> I know I was more down on him than what Dallas was. I mean, Dallas was very open in how much they like Wendell Carter Jr. And uh, I just don't know what to think about him now in his career. Like, I don't, what, what is he? Is he a cornerstone piece? Is he just a bench piece? I, I just don't know. The other thing at the center spot is that the Mavs either need to have like an elite pick and roll guy, and they probably do need that guy, or a guy that's a big body that can defend, right? And that's yeah. why the fascination has been there with Drummond is that he he has the he has the demeanor and the makeup and the build to be a guy that could be both. And we've talked about him at nauseum, so we don't have to get into him now. But to get a guy You're that can do people that all those guys you listed is better than Drummond. That you can, I, I'm, I'll get to him eventually. Um, all right. Uh, Dwight Howard, right? We agreed Dwight Howard would be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you you need to see Dwight Howard play recently on the Lakers nice. and on the Sixers. No, he had a good year last year. Thomas Bryant on the Wizards. Not for sure. I haven't seen him play in a while. Tristan Thompson. I I don't know about that because I thought he was going to be like a key piece for Boston, a key like signing, and. The, the games that I've seen him play for Boston, I've not been impressed. Now, Grant, one of those games was against New Orleans and where Zion just plowed through him like a traffic <laughs> cone. And I was, yeah. But, but that's that's the other thing is that we don't need a guy like that's going to get plowed through like a traffic cone, right? They, they need that's to That's why have... Boston went, went and got him. Right. To, not, and... you know, to be that bigger body guy. And, I mean, wh- who's the latest name in Boston rumors that we're hearing that they could trade? Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson. Okay. If he's not the answer for them, is he the answer for the Mavs? Maybe as a backup. Maybe he could be. I would take Willie and Dwight over Tristan Thompson. Wow. See, that's a change for me recently. Yeah. Uh, John Collins is a name I didn't mention earlier, but he's kind of like more of a four than a center. I don't know if I really count him. You could play him at backup five, but so I'll throw that name out there. We talked about him a lot on Locker Room today, by the way. We did. Uh, Maybe we can dedicate. I think we've been we've texted a little bit. We might dedicate a pod to John Collins in the near future because yeah. he is a guy you you know people talked about. You could see Dallas throwing big money at him, just his fit and everything, and we'll give our takes on him. Uh, Ennis Cantor. Oh, uh, it'd be better I than mean, what the Mavs have now, but he's not necessarily the answer for their problems. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's like one of those things to where. If you're telling me we could have Cantor and then one of the other guys, like Willie or Dwight, then sure. It's just, I don't know. He's just, going back to the bullpen approach for the center spot, he serves a different role than like Willie and Dwight. Willie and Dwight's more of the rim running backup five. Cantor's the big body. Let me get offensive boards. And Cantor can actually score the ball a little bit. So I don't, I don't know. They're just two different. Sure, he's an upgrade. It's hard. This list is hard. Like this center list is kind of hard. Uh, Rashawn Holmes, we'd be on board with that. That would be an upgrade. Yeah, that would be a good one. It was like three years ago, maybe four years ago. I was sitting in a press box talking to a media guy, and he looked at me and said, "Rashawn Holmes is better than Dwight Powell." And I know another media guy on the other side. He was like, "There's no way." And they were. And if you remember, adamant. three years ago, Dwight was pretty good, and Rashawn Holmes had played like all of what, like sixty games in the NBA, like not a lot. <laughs> If Rashawn Holmes was in Dwight Powell role the past three years, I think he would be a bigger name in the league. Yeah, right. So, yeah, he, he would be great. Uh, we agree that he would be an upgrade. 
Um, next couple days, Derek Favors, for sure. Upgrade, backup, be awesome. Sure. Yeah. It's hard with the Favors and Cantors of the world because it's just a different role. So like that's that's the whole thing. If like Favors much yeah. better defender though, you can you can sell it on that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Saul. How's he looking this year? You've seen more Lakers. I've read some stuff that he just looks washed, but I mean, is that true? I mean, his passing's still there. His fit in the offense is just kind of weird. Uh, he doesn't really want to do a whole lot in the offense. Uh, he doesn't play a whole lot, and so, and he stands out on the three point line a lot. I don't know. Is I think the I think he would be an upgrade. The Mavericks went after him this summer. I he he would have been an upgrade. I think for sure. I think they agree he would have been an upgrade. So. Remember when the Lakers got him and everybody freaked out? Was like, oh, I know Marcus, they're like, oh, Marcus. Marcus and I was like, chill out, guys. He is, he is not the that guy. I think he, I think he would fit, but LeBron's uh, like, I played with the Gauskas before, so. <laughs> Robin Lopez, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm big body, fits the favors, canter type role. Aaron Baines, yeah, I'd take picked him, it up sure. as I'd, of late. I know he's had a kind of a downer year, but I would I would definitely add him to this team JaVale McGee it's like one of those it's one of those that could be right like theoretically it should be an upgrade I'd take Dwight Powell over JaVale right now I take JaVale just because of the threat of a shot blocker just the threat okay I mean that's just I think I I think I could I would rather have Dwight's discipline on the basketball court instead of like what the crap's JaVel gonna do and I'm I don't know if Rick has the brain with to have JaVel again <laughs> Cody Zeller no cannot no. figure out Cody Zeller like what what are, what's going on there somebody will tweet us tomorrow like well the Cody Zeller's slander it's like all right quit I just I don't know I don't know if he'd be an upgrade not watched <laughs> enough to know Gorgi Jang um, I admittedly haven't seen a lot of him play basketball this year <laughs> and I've seen him come off the, you know, the bench and stuff from Memphis a little bit behind Valanciunas. Have we even talked about Valanciunas yet? Is he on your list? No, I got, I got a whole list of players coming up that I'm going to get to that are vets that have large salaries. We're going to get into. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you were, I'm like, dang, if we're already at Jing, how many players do you have on this list? Of yeah. So it's so- talent. Corgi Jang, Kavon Looney, that was my last bit of this list, like this tier. I skipped a tier because I'm going to go back to some of these guys. Uh, See, I'm not yeah. trading for any of those guys because, like, any of Jang, Kavon Looney, like, I don't think it's that big of an upgrade over Dwight or Willie to make a change on that. I would just rather keep Dwight or Willie. It's crazy, if man. I'm tra- like, if I'm trading Dwight or Willie, I want a legit bigger body guy that you're saying, all right, now we have a big body dude that can – we love Boban, but it's a little bit more mobile than Boban. A more defined backup five. Like an Aaron Baines, clear upgrade. Derek Favors, clear upgrade. That's your backup five that's coming off the bench and giving you 20 minutes a night. Or if it's not, like I don't I don't want to interchange like Dwight or Willie for Gorgie Jang. Sorry. Gorgie Jang, Biznak Biombo, Kavon Looney, Cody Zeller, no. like no. All those names, like right, we're starting to get into the territory where we're not really sure. So coming up, let's get into some veteran names. There's some big names that people have talked about a lot. We'll get into some of those, see if any of those could be available, and should we be considering them for the Dallas Mavericks. Names we've talked about a lot, like Andre Drummond, talked about LaMarcus Aldridge, but there's a couple others too I want to get into. So stick around. We'll talk about that coming up. 
When you need fantasy basketball advice, it's important to have a reliable source. Josh Lloyd is that reliable source. Nobody else. Nobody else comes close to Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Go listen to it. Get it wherever you get podcasts. All right, Isaac Harris, we're going through all the centers in the league, figuring out which ones are an upgrade. We kind of hit a stall, uh, and we're at like, I don't know, 30 or, or like 25 or so, and half of those are just not even available <laughs> for the Mavs. It's yeah. just a very small list of players that they could hit. And here's some names that's that I think could probably be probably be available, but I don't think would work. So Jonas Valanciunas, he's making 15 million this year, 14 next year. Think it could be available at you know probably the right price. He's pretty important for Memphis actually, but yeah. Uh, See, I don't think Memphis trades him, but if they did put him on the market, I don't think it would take a ton to go get him, and I would go get him to be a backup five. Heck yeah, that sure. would be that would yeah. be an upgrade. We'd be for that, uh, yeah, for sure. He's not the defensive stopper we really would want, but he is a big body. You could at least big body yeah. put him in there, and you know for sure he's solid on the boards and scoring. Right, like you can yes. trust him to do those things. Uh, Andre Drummond, we've talked about him enough. I'm not going to go over him. Uh, is Drummond know, will, willing to play the Valanciunas role of coming off the bench and giving 15 and 20 minutes? That that's been yes, yeah. the whole the whole thing. If if, if Drummond is, <clears throat> maybe. If you got Drummond for free, which you're not, guys, can we stop know. with the if, if Drummond gets bought out? Yeah, he's, he's not coming to Dallas. Okay, he's going to Brooklyn or L.A. Like one of those teams. So that's it. Like if you made the the whole trade of like James Johnson, Dwight Powell, like all this stuff for Drummond. Like if you're telling me Drummond's going to play 15 minutes a night on this Mavs team, he's going to be the backup five behind KP and run some pick and rolls with Luka, and Luka just tries to get in the ball, like dunking, which he's not good in pick and roll, but he's never played with Luka, so we get out that argument. We've had the conversation before. It's just it's the totally opposite of what he's been used to when he's playing. Now he's just used to just chilling at home. So <laughs> so it's a big question mark, and I don't know. We'll, we'll see. If it happens, then we'll be really interested in it. He's going to be on a playoff team in the next month or so, and I'm really anxious to see how everyone perceives and how he plays, whether it's a buyout or a trade or whatever. He's going to be on a playoff team, and I'm just anxious to see how that plays out. Because he's not JaVale McGee, right? Remember when JaVale McGee was going to be out of the league and all of a sudden he joined the Warriors and then he kind of got into – he figured out how to play when he was yeah. there and he was solid for them and then he joined the Lakers and it was kind of a similar thing. Uh, he's not that guy, right? Like he he actually got the big money, put up big stats. Like he lived up to his potential, unlike JaVale McGee with his potential. So, yeah, yeah, it's the perce- the, per- the perception of himself. What is it? We don't know. We'll, we'll see what it is where he goes. LaMarcus Aldridge, we've kind of talked about him. If he'd be down for a backup spot, yeah, right? Like he would be that type of guy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we talked about him the other day. If he's willing to come off the bench for sure. Get buckets, run a little pick and roll with Luca, and pick and pop with Luca, and sign me up. Al Horford. This one's a little more difficult because he has money on the books next season, which I don't think yeah. would be worth it just to get an upgrade at, at your your backup center to, to give up. 25 27 million whatever it is next year i just don't think that's worth it steven adams is the last name that kind of comes up for me in this area and a similar thing right contract in front of you he seems like a guy like he would fit all the things we're talking about right i think he would be okay being a backup center uh but he makes 29 this year 17 next year and almost 18 the year after that he makes 29 million dollars this year yeah oh my lord Wow. 
Yep, 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 yep. The Al Horford thing, if Al Horford was just on an expiring contract and there wasn't another year on that, not even just another year, there's another year after this and then like half of it's partially guaranteed. If it was, if he was an expiring contract, you would be hearing on, on this pod, me every day, like, go get him. Like yes. that would, cause it would be the same contract situation as Drummond, but he would be so much better of a fit than Drummond. As far as he would be, he'd play the the vet. He can pass. He can shoot. He can, you know, like he can fit in better in that in that smart, backup five. Smart team defender. Yes, and he's been in the playoffs and like all that stuff. I would be all about it if he was an expiring, but he's not, and it's not worth the money to me. Uh, Stephen Adams, by the way, so cleaning the glass said twenty nine million. Basketball Reference says twenty seven and a half million. So maybe split the difference. Uh, still, that's a lot. <laughs> That's the last guy on the vets like large salaries. Like those those are some of the guys there. That that's probably some of your options, right? A Drummond, a LaMarcus Aldridge, a Horford. Some of these other guys, they're on te- they're on playoff teams like your your favors you mentioned. They're on teams that uh the other name I guess I didn't mention earlier was like Mason Plumley. Is that a guy yeah. you think is, is going to be uh an mm-hmm. upgrade? He's I heard Dwayne that- Casey absolutely loves him. So keep him, man. Trade. He got a triple double the other night. All right, a couple names. Are we sure it's an upgrade? Alex Len. No, it's not. No. DeMarcus Cousins. No, it's not. Frank Kaminsky, Suns. No, it's not. Myers Leonard. Next. Yeah, not messing no, with that. It's, it's not, not, not an upgrade it's not an and upgrade not messing with that. No. DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Save this uh, one for the end. Who's the next one? <laughs> I, it's it's pro, it's not an option, right? Like he's not coming Mo back. Bamba. He's not coming back, and he's not leaving the Nets. Uh, Nerlens, your boy. Oh man, I'd love to see Ner. <laughs> I'd love to see Nerlens in Willie's role right now. Like all bought, like bought in everything. Wait, that we been, but we were saying that the whole time he was here too. <laughs> Nick and I texted the other night. We're like, imagine Nick sent the text. He was like, imagine paying. Luke Kennard, $64 million and not playing him. And I was like, we almost did that with Nerlens. So. <laughs> we can't imagine that. That almost happened. Uh, yes, Hassan yes. Whiteside. No, bye. He's, he's the about cheaper, to be a Laker. Sure. He's the cheaper Drummond. <laughs> okay, going back to like why they would need a big. I think everyone's asking the, the question now about the big stuff because – especially when you're in the West, you have to figure out, do you have the bodies to go against AD? Do you have the bodies to go against AD and LeBron or Jokic? If you meet Philly in the finals against Embiid, something like that. If you're Brooklyn, you don't really, you might not care as much about the body because you have three other dudes that can just outscore them. It's different but, playing field. But was it a revelation for Dallas the other, the other day when they played Denver and they put, you know, KP on Jokic and they won. And it's like, I know Jamal Murray had a, had a bad game and everything. And it was second night back to back for them and all this stuff. But does that give them a motivation behind of saying we can get away with it instead of, okay, we got to go get a bigger body to throw in there against, you know, some Jokic and, you know, all of this stuff. I think Dallas at this point would just do the route that we've been saying all along. I think they'll just roll with it. They'll roll with KP at the five. And just want to outshoot outshoot guys, run faster than them, and then have your bullpen of centers off the bench behind KP. The the big thing about that is, is Boban the big body enough? Because Boban's a little deceiving. He's a he's a lot of fun. We love Boban, 
but he's not, and he pulls down rebounds, but he's not, he's not a rim protector as weird as it sounds. I know because he's so tall, but it's like, is he the best big body you can have in that bullpen rotation when you have a Willie or Dwight? Could you go get somebody like an Aaron Baines or a Valanchunas type, one of those dudes, a Cantor type that gives you that big body in the bullpen off the bench that you can bring in and run a pick and roll or grab boards or here and there? That That's the only way I could see Dallas adding a big to this roster. Yeah, I think these are your options. Drummond, LaMarcus Aldridge, Tristan Thompson, Ennis Cantor, Rashawn Holmes, possibly Ken Birch, Robin Lopez, Aaron Baines. I think those are the options, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like they're all they're all pretty viable. They all seem fairly available, some more than others. And uh, I think they would all be an upgrade. And some of them offer different styles, right? When we were talking about yeah. Aldridge and Aldridge coming to the team, that would revamp that second unit because all of a sudden now your backup five is Aldridge, which is a completely different player than Willie and Dwight. Now your backup five is playing like a similar type role as KP in the offense as pick and pop get the ball to him on the post a little bit. He's more of an offensive minded guy. So some of those guys you mentioned, it's a matter of like what direction Dallas wants to go with that backup five spot too. Do they want to upgrade the rim runner spot and that be the backup five? Or do they want a guy who can kind of fit in that same spot that KP plays of a pick and pop more offensive guy? Or do they want a big body like, you know, Valanchunas or something like that? It just, it's all about flexibility and lineup flexibility. There you go. Guys, we will be back after the Blazers game. Incredibly, incredibly important uh, series coming up these next two games. Dallas Mavericks play the Portland Trail Blazers tonight. If you're listening to this on Friday, they also play on Sunday night. The Mavericks can win. They're also late games, by the way. They're 9 p.m. Central start, Central time starts. Which, uh, oh, you know, my gosh. Which we don't like very much. <laughs> but if the Mavericks can win both those games, they have the tiebreaker with Portland. That's huge. And then they'd have tiebreakers over, again, Denver, the Clippers, the Spurs, and then Portland, which would be massive for this team. So there you go. We'll be back after that game. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom. I finally broke down and bought myself a plasma TV. (laughs) Check it out. I actually hung this on the wall myself. It's good. I want to show you something. A lot of people in the room, you need more space. Voila, right into the wall. Wow. Sometimes I will just stand here and watch television for hours. I love it. I love this TV.